All right, let's go to someone with more logic than you. He's universally loved. Yes. Uh, and he's over at Lucknow in India because Australia take on who, Rooch? Sri Lanka. Sri Lanka. He can't say it. Bharat Sundarasan joins us. Bharat, who's Australia playing tonight? Uh, they're playing Sri Lanka, and rarely in my life has someone come to me for logic, but, well, I'll try my best. <laughs> I love it. Where were you as a tour guide the other day as you took the Australians around the ruins? Why didn't you take them to the gardens? Oh, no, I did. I did. I mean, I took them to uh, uh, the, the Lucknow residency to start with, uh, mm-hmm. showed uh, the, what the English did there. Uh, then I took them to, uh, I mean, I call them the ruins, but there's uh, some sensational parts of history that were, uh, uh, you know, played out in Lucknow over the years during yes. the British rule uh, and yes. during the Mughal, Mughal rule. And speaking of British rule, how, how much fun was it to see their empire crumble yesterday? <laughs> oh, no, we wouldn't we, laugh at that. We wanted to ask you about we that. Um, where that. does that rate in the biggest upsets in the 21st century of cricket? Oh, I think right up there in terms of uh, being our, in terms of how com- comprehensive it was. Mm. Um, this wasn't one of those upsets where uh, the uh, un- like the team that is causing the upset just gets over the line or sneaks to win. This was a proper pace thing that England received. Uh, I thought Afghanistan were terrific uh, with the bat to start with, but then you had that uh, bad feeling that they were letting the game slip away in the middle overs when they had the uh, collapse, but. Uh, credit to them for putting up 285. And um, as the Aussies have found out a couple of times so far in this tournament, just some of these pitches, when they do dry up and they start turning, it's really difficult in the middle over. And um, yeah, I mean, England had no answers. And uh, that's a 69 run win is big. And it also pushes England to the brink almost at this stage. You cannot afford to lose like a team to Afghanistan uh, as good as they were yesterday uh, at this stage of the tournament. Now it's. Uh, They'll have to win most of their games from this point on as well. Well, can you simplify the math for Australia? Do we have to win six out of the last seven to qualify? At least. I mean, just look back to what happened in 2019. New Zealand uh, got into the semifinals or snuck into the semifinals with five wins, but they they also had one washout against India. Uh, So a minimum five wins for sure. But I think just how um, uh, the top three teams at the moment, India, New Zealand and South Africa, the rate at which they're moving away from the pack, uh, Australia just has to stay in touch. I mean, they can't be start playing catch-up uh, a bit too late. And I think, in a way, it, it works for Australia. You back them to beat Sri Lanka, who played two good games but haven't got over the line. Uh, Pakistan, uh, from experience, generally get a little rattled after a loss like that to India in a World Cup. So mm. maybe Australia uh, have them for the taking. And then you have the Netherlands. So if Australia can be 3-2 and two after five games, then I think they put themselves in as good a position as any uh, to get over the line. Uh, but, yeah, they'll have to start by winning tonight. I mean, they cannot afford to lose tonight. Well, before we even get to the first ball, Barat, what will the Australian selectors do? Will they surprise us, shock mm. us, or prove that they've tied themselves up in knots? Um, <laughs> I think they'll just stick to, uh, with what they uh, put out there against South Africa, is what I feel. Uh, but, look, there is some good news. Yes. Uh, with Travis Head uh, scheduled to arrive in the country in uh, I think in the next three or four days' time, okay. uh, where uh, I was told he will recover with the team. He's not a hundred percent still, mm. uh, but I think they've they're happy that he's reached a level where they feel uh, he can recuperate and rehab while he's traveling with the team. And the one thing you do get with Travis Head, apart from being uh, a brilliant batter, is he brings energy to the side, and yeah. you just feel that this team can do with that energy. 
you know, especially after a pretty flat start so far. What about the lineup in terms of any thought of adjusting any more with if they stay with what they have, or are they just going to hope that it clicks this time? No, I, th- I just think uh, they're hoping that it clicks uh, this time. Uh, uh, look, Mitchell Marsh was looking really good with the bat before he came into this tournament. Uh, I mean, he's found ways of getting out in the first two games, so he's, he's he seems hungry to kind of get that stride in. And look, Sri Lanka have the kind of bowling attack that. At least on paper, Australia should have no issues again. They're missing two of their best bowlers. So mm. uh, I think the fast bowlers bowl at the kind of pace which Mitchell Marsh uh, loves to attack against. So if he can give them a start, and I think everything else falls into place for them. But um, yeah, that middle order, we've spoken about it a lot in the last few weeks. Uh, they just have to you know, give them time and hope that they come good because they haven't uh, come good consistently enough in, in, in recent years. So... Uh, yeah, but uh, I can't see any major uh, changes in the playing eleven. Stoinis stays, English stays, and I can't see them tinker with the fast bowling attack, which means none of the three reserves get. Hold it. Hey, Barat, we'll ask you about the yeah. uh, conditions and the pitches very shortly. Let's just have a listen to Pat Cummings talking about the fact that they are struggling to adapt to the conditions. Yeah, it's 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 a tricky one. Um, you know, even get the T20s played over night, so it's a bit it's a bit different to T20 cricket. Um, it's yeah, find these wickets sometimes hard to read as well. Like sometimes they look terrible and they play beautifully, and the opposite. Sometimes they look flat and they end up spinning. So um, it is tough. You just gotta yeah adapt on the fly. Sometimes the same for all twenty-two players out there, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, I mean, and adapting on the fly is something a lot of these Australian players are doing uh, in terms of playing fifty-over cricket as well. I mean, they don't play it too regularly, and not a lot of players around the world. Um, but uh, yeah, look, they'll just have to somehow find a way of putting runs on the board. Uh, I, they're the only team so far who failed to get to 200, uh, which in a tournament which has scored, seen scores of 400 plus and 300 being chased down or 350 being chased down uh, tells you everything you need to know about uh, why Australia really haven't come to the party so far. So, uh, like I said, perfect bowling attack for them to do it against, and also. Just the way the pitch behaved the other day as well. Pat Cummins elected to field. I'll be very surprised if he takes that call once again, if he wins the toss. Mm. Because the ball was doing all sorts under lights for Rabada and Ngidi. And if Australia can bat first, um, get anywhere close to 300, I think the fast bowlers can then really dictate terms under lights uh, and give them that first win that they desperately so seek. Bharat, did you savour the great rivalry between Pakistan and India? And did India take some liberties, particularly with the way in which they use the ground announcer? Ah, uh, yeah. I mean, look, it, it, it was a little uh, farcical, to be very honest. Uh, you know, you uh, well. I mean, to be honest, you play them uh, or host them on a ground where there are three Pakistani fans sat there, um, <laughs> and, and like Mickey Arthur said, you don't even say they're you know not. Nah, Dil yeah. Dil Pakistan has become sort of a, uh, an anthem for Pakistan cricket. Yeah. That doesn't play. And I'm a little disappointed, uh, very disappointed with uh, the, the Indian crowds uh, who did uh, you know, flood the Modi Stadium, uh, booing Barbarazam, not cheering for Barbarazam, getting to a 50. I mean, I know it's India, Pakistan and all of that. I mean, but I, I mean, as a fan, especially, aren't you going there to watch a good game of cricket? Uh, yeah, it, it was disappointing. And some of them, I mean, I won't get into the political side of things, but some of the, I'm sure you guys have seen some clips of uh, certain chants being directed at the Pakistanis. It's just, more than anything, it's just disappointing. I'm yeah. sure, uh, I really do think 
uh, India can do better than that. Yeah, agreed. Barat, we had a text from Robert earlier that said that Sri Lanka will win easy tonight. Take it to the bank. Uh, what's your tip? Oh, look, uh, uh, when I was asked to make predictions before this tournament started as to uh, what could be a, a, a banana peel game for Australia, I had marked out this one. Mm. Um, I, I was there in Sri Lanka last year. Where I thought Sri Lanka played some really good 50-over cricket against Australia. Um, but again, look, I said if Australia can bat first and make runs, they can put pressure on Sri Lanka. The same goes for Sri Lanka because, uh, yes, there is due, but they have those tricky spinners and the likes of Fikshana and Daranjay De Silva have such good uh, match-up records against uh, some of the top Aussies. So, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, I, I'm not at all suggesting that this will be a cakewalk for Australia. Uh, and it could well be the slip-up that uh, they are so keen to avoid. Because like I said, at the start of the show or start of my call, you just can't afford a slip-up now. I mean, if they slip up now, um, mm. yes, they can still get through, but you're really, really uh, stretching it. Yep, and your confidence wouldn't be that sky high with three defeats in a row. Barat, always enjoy chatting to you. Look forward to your coverage on SEN tonight when Australia takes on Sri Lanka. Enjoy the game. Sounds good. Thank you so much, guys. There he is, Thanks, Barat, Barat. Singaras, and just living the dream he is, the big fella. Yeah, enjoys it too.